Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, to another edition of Adishopra Live, the official Afrobeats podcast, where we break down the hottest topics in the culture here with a special guest, or I just have a one-to-one interview, as always, uh, here at Afromedia Studios in London. Big shout-outs to everybody for supporting, subscribing, sharing, liking, commenting. We appreciate the support. And as always, uh, to Afromedia Studios, LM Media, and Shubes, Com, where you can get your tickets to any events that you'd like to go to, bottomless brunches, shit, you switch off your phone, <laughs> bottomless brunches, and all that stuff. Make sure you go on shoops.com. And if you're an event promoter looking to sell out your event, shoops.com is where to get your tickets loaded because everybody's on there trying to go to the amazing parties. So what are you waiting for? Get Shoops in now. To my right, a guest all the way from Lagos, Nigeria, to join me in the studios to break down the hot topics this week. It is Chacha from the Super Drive Show on Hot 93.3. 93.3 FM. <laughs> Welcome, Chacha. <laughs> Listen, man, it's a pleasure to have you in the studio. It's great to see you. Yeah, we always connected via social media. I see the good work you guys are doing over there. Uh, you're in my city. Welcome mm-hmm. to Iron Island. Thank uh, you. And how has London been treating you so Fantastic, far? Fantastic, actually. Is it? Yes. What was quarantine like? That Driving was, you crazy? I, I felt like I was losing my mind at some <laughs> point. And I started putting the real me out. Yeah. On, uh, a couple of my friends always tell me that on your Instagram, we need to see the real you. We only see you smiling. We don't know you in-depthly. We can't see it. I started putting a bit of myself. And people, <laughs> people were like... You're no, bored. I'm like, no. no. I'm just showing you me. <laughs> Mine is crazy. So what, what's the, you know, I know there's been a little bit of some people are not too sure about taking the vaccine and stuff mm. like that. What are your thoughts about that? You know, honestly, in the beginning, I was like, I'm not going to take it. Mm. I, then I, I graduated to saying, I want you guys who have taken it to be so the lab rats. Give it Yes. And see if we go I, crazy. Yeah, I want to see what's going to happen. Yeah. But now I think I just want to take it. Yeah, I, I, you I need your freedom. Want, I do. It's not even about the freedom. Safety but it's like, uh, it's just, I have all the vaccines. I mean, what's this one? And it's 2021. It can't be that bad. And apart from that, a year and a half ago, when people were falling on the streets and dying, we were begging for these vaccines. <laughs> so I mean, now that we've got it, what's the problem? What's the problem? It's the, me- <laughs> <laughs> the mentality. That's the problem. Everyone is scared. Anyway, thank you very much for joining me. We're going to look at some of the headlines this week and headlines such as Tiwa Savage reveals a sex tape blackmail, uh, FPL Schwarzenegger from Ghana stepping out on no bra day, and uh, riots in parts of Cameroon as a three-year-old shot dead by a soldier asking for bribe and lots more. We're going to kick off straight away in the United States of America where Nigerian superstar Tiwa Savage said during an interview with legendary broadcaster Angie Martinez that she was facing blackmail by someone threatening to leak her sex tape. An intimate video with her and her current boyfriend, which she said wasn't going... Uh, she said she wasn't going to pay the alleged blackmailers for. Mm-hmm. Um, well, the singer went further to say this was an intimate moment between two consenting adults. However, if leaked, the media in Nigeria, and that's Chacha and her colleagues, by the way, <laughs> will attack her for it. There has been comments on social media with personalities weighing in on the matter. Um, a video of an intimate moment with two consenting adults or mistake 
all adults should try to avoid. What yeah. says you, Chacha? First of all, I haven't seen the video yet. Ne- neither but I already we- feel like I'm pregnant for Tua Savage mm. because her body is amazing. I would love to see, but <laughs> not that I want. I want her video to be out. And it, the crazy thing is, yeah. the average woman mm. has the fear of their, you know, bodies being out or mm. what we would say revenge porn. That's that. It, it, it's a big. Scared. It's a. It's a. It's a big crime here. Mm-hmm. And, you know, in the UK and stuff, and they, you know, the, the 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 justice system frowns on that heavily. Even in Nigeria, I believe that uh, if you put out someone's video, you have to spend. You could spend three years in jail, or Facts. or pay seven million, right, or both of them. Facts. And people are still doing it. Wow. Yes, a lot of people have been victims of that, and I I know for a fact that this is mental abuse. Yes. So if that happened, ugh, to a, I don't know. Paying it back, Mila, another thing is exactly. is a no-no for me. Mm. You know why? They're going to pay this person now. Tomorrow, the person is bored and the person is hungry or the person is slap and ta, 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 ta. Mm. The person is probably going to think, you know what? I have two Asave's video. Let me go again. But if you own it and come out and say, okay, yes, it's out. What do you want to do? I'm not paying you. We move on from it. And I believe her body is nice, so mm. she'll be all right. What about the some sections of the public with personalities coming to publicly criticize her, to say somebody of that stature um, should not have put themselves in, in that position. And other people saying, you know, a lot of us have made, and I, us, in quote, <laughs> have made, you know, mistakes in the past right? that we might not be proud of today. That's that's the honest truth. Mm. I don't understand why people are attacking to her. A lot of people have done it. Mm. And uh, there are also people who don't intentionally put out their videos yes. or pictures. Say, for instance, Tiwa says it was a mistake. Yep. It wasn't even her partner who wants to put it. Her partner posted it by mistake, right? Yes. On Snapchat. And someone screen recorded it. We're adults, right? Yep. We do things like that. You might be in love and you say, okay, I'm going to send my selfie or send this mm. part of my body to this person. Mm. People do it. Yep. Even the people who are screaming, Tiwa is this, Tiwa yeah, is that. Come on, man. They they're they're not hypocrites Ch- out there. Check their WhatsApp media. Or their Boom. history, you would see pictures. You'd be like, Mia, who? <laughs> it's, I mean, it's, it's perfectly normal. Yeah. But Tiwa, uh, I can't imagine what she's going through because one thing for sure is if a woman hears, I have videos of you, or I have. Thing. It's not even about even seeing the video. There's this psychological thing that just goes in your head. You're like, okay, what's Someone going just on? wants to embarrass I you. I mean, you're probably just walking on the road and your heart just skips. Mm. It's, 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 it's. Mind fuckery. Absolutely. I say that. It's like, nah, nah. There's something aside from people seeing you naked. There's this whole mental issue. And I really hope Tiwa is around the right people. That's if there's mm. actually a video. You said if there's actually a video mm-hmm. because that yes, yes. ties into the fact that some people also claimed that it was a publicity stunt. I doubt that very much. You know, if it was a publicity stunt, it was a good stunt. Is, Is it? it? Would anybody would throw such... A statement mm. out at probably one of the most influential media platforms in the world, Power 105 point, or Power 106 or whatever, with Angie Martinez. When you think about how, you know, things like that have helped some people, mm. you're probably just going to think, okay, there's no video in the first place. You're not going to see any video if I say... I have mm. this thing out. People will be like, oh, okay, what's going on? Then two weeks later or a week later, there's a video with Brandy. So mm. who knows if it was, let me get sympathy from I'm in America. I'm not saying that to this because I yeah. absolutely love you. You're, you're, you're just d- playing the devil's advocate. Yeah, so yeah. I'm in America. People are more 
But I say, they feel sorry for you if that sort of thing happens to you. Look at mm. Kim Kardashian. I mean, they feel bad. They, you could be the most horrible person, the worst person, but if they hear, or oh, someone's about to disgrace you or make you feel mm. embarrassed, they might have this, you know, little, you know, soft spot for you. And then the next project you're on, they're like, okay, let's see what she's about. Mm. And, you know, she has streams on her, yeah, somebody's mm-hmm. son music video with Brandy. So you never can tell. Let's talk about that record. Somebody's uh, son, from the minute the EP came out, uh, it became an instant fan favorite. Yeah. I think a lot of people identified that record as being special, not only because of the lyrics to the song, but also the collaborator on the song. Tiwa to us within the Afropop community is an icon, a legend. Yeah. And teaming up with somebody that's an icon and a legend in the R&B pop community worldwide just it just felt like this was going to be a special record and the responses via social media from Nicki Minaj yeah. to you know everybody is going crazy for this record then the videos out absolutely beautiful shot by Meiji Alabi by the way mm. and what are your thoughts about that record and and what it's doing to the female community because it looks like you ladies are hoping for somebody's son I don't know whose son that is but somebody's son to find you one day Everyone wants love, right? <laughs> I mean, do you, not, do you not like love? Do you not want to feel like there's that special someone you connect with, right? People do crazy things for love. Mm. Not going to lie, first time I heard this song, I was like, okay, okay. Mm. Then I heard it, instead of going on me. Then I saw this video. I spoke about it on my show. I was teasing that. In fact, for about a month, every female artist that came on my show, I would ask them if they've ever heard, you know, any of their songs and cried. Mm. So I saw the video she had with Brandy and she said, um, she started crying and Mm. Brandy looks at her like, what's this up for you? What's Mm. going on? And then Brandy gets emotional as well. I'm like, that was as contagious as a yawn, but okay, why are you guys crying? I I didn't understand it. But when I think about how Tiwa felt or feels for Brandy, maybe mm. she, this is someone she has probably looked up to Facts. all her life, or even copied her melodies or something, Facts. and she's on a song, and it sounds beautiful. Yeah. If I could sing, and I was Tiwa, I'd probably shared ugly tears as well. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> most likely. Yeah. There was a video of Tiwa performing in Sa- Sa- Sacramento, and a fan, well, a beautiful lady, I think it was a lady that was crying profusely, uh, you know Nigerians, man. Nigerians, I don't know. We, As a Nigerian, we all need some mental evaluation yes. somehow. Mm-hmm. Nigerians commented mm-hmm. under that video, say, this one don't chop plenty yes, breakfast. No. <laughs> For her to be crying was inside. <laughs> what if it was even minutes before? <laughs> I know. Yeah. I, yeah, yeah. She she had to share those tears. Maybe, maybe that was her escape. That escape was, you know, from... her closure. <laughs> Music does things to you. So Absolutely. I mean. Well, shout outs to Tiwa Savage. That record is definitely on its way to becoming a classic already. Yes. Women anthem. And we know how powerful women are when it comes to records. Now, over to Ghana, where TV personality Efia Schwarzenegger caused a stir as she marks. No bra day in mm. style, stepping out in a fitted see-through dress, showing our boobs without bras. Now, fans and critics were split on the matter, with some praising her for her outfit, whilst others criticized her for her extravagance. No bra day, yay or nay? First of all, it is no bra day for me every day. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, yeah, round. I don't know if it's it, maybe the size or it's just... 
it's just it's just really uncomfortable to wear bra. You see, I, I this year I haven't worn a wig as well. Wow. So it's, it's like when I wear wigs, like it's like it's just it's stressful. To... Then why not bra? It's like it's let me same. be free. And I saw the picture, by the way. Yeah. And she looked beautiful. It is stunning. I, I said, look, I, 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 I went this way. I was like, ah, ah, ah. What's going, it was going on here. And she looked amazing. So yeah. I was like, I didn't even notice that her nipples were out. Mm. Then when I looked the second time, I was like, oh, nice. By the way, we're Africans, right? Mm. We have, uh, what country is it? I'm sure a lot of African countries have cultures where they don't wear bra. Mm. Their, their, their yeah, that's where you're taking it. <laughs> okay, I see that. Naked. Okay, so, I, I, I'm, I, with I, I, I'm with that. I'm with that. Yeah, South Africans they do it. I, in Nigeria, I mean, all over. even on the bus outside, in front of canteens, women have their things out. Yeah. And this is that this fashion is going around with a lot of women going without wearing bras in. I don't fault them as long as you look good mm. and you're comfortable. Go ahead, baby girl. It's like. Women empowerment. There's also the conversation, I think, nowadays, especially mothers that are breastfeeding, Mm. are also having this very strong conversation to say, you know, they should be allowed to breastfeed their kids in public and people shouldn't sexualize, you know, a woman whipping out, you know, a boob to to feed a baby or whatever. Mm -hmm. And I think it also ties into, you know, little things like a no-bra day or Uh something where women can... Be free. We go topless and nobody's looking at us I mean. like, yeah, we, we, some, in the summer we're driving without shirts and that's okay. If a woman was driving in central London, shirt, topless, <laughs> the amount of cars that would be honking at her. <laughs> so is it, like you said, women empowerment, is it some sort of just saying it's, it's my body uh, Yes, and I, I, I can do with it what I want? I would say that, but when we talk about the women who breastfeed, mm. you can't actually control how another person thinks of you, right? Mm. You can't look and say, I want you to feel this way. It's impossible. There's mm. so many pervs out there. There are mm. people who are even attracted to babies. So just, mm. yes, very disgusting, right? So just to be safe, I think that if a woman is breastfeeding, you know you, you could be able to cover, yeah, cover up. Yes, that's okay. Mm. But the women who want to go out there and bed or out, right there, Enjoy yourself. It's a very few. If I could, I would. If I could wear something transparent, I would do that. But I don't think my facilities will look nice enough mm, like that. Facilities. So. <laughs> that's, a, that's a very important, important. So shout, at the end of the day, shout outs to Afia Schwarzenegger for, you know, her no bra day antics. It looks like Cha-Cha approves. I do. You look nice. <laughs> <laughs> now, over to Cameroon, where a soldier has been attacked by an angry mob and beaten to death. The soldier in question allegedly shot at a vehicle carrying a three-year-old to school because her mother, was, was, who was driving at the time, failed to stop immediately for the soldier to offer him a bribe. His bullets apparently hit the vehicle and the child killing her at this scene. Now, images of the baby's dead body and her mother tearing off her own clothes in tears, naked, can be seen online, with the angry mob taking the body to the governor's office. This story is one too familiar where crooked police officers fired innocent civilians for failure to hand over bribes, killing and maiming people in the process. This is one of my biggest fears when it comes to being in African countries, where... You know, people, 
that men and women that work for the security services that carry ammunition mm. can fire well because your driver refused to stop at a checkpoint and you're looking at being hit at, by a stray bullet. I know someone who's passed away with that, came from the UK. His story was even worse. He actually stopped, gave them a couple dollars or whatever. In excitement, they fired up oh, no. and boom, one of the the bullets ended up in the stomach no. and that was it. You know, so I've seen this firsthand and this is a horrible reminder of this story. What are your thoughts about this? And, and, and share your experiences based out in Nigeria and what it's like when a police officer, you know, a drunk police officer stops you late, dead in the night. You know what's crazy? It's, it's like there's something in the air in Africa. Hmm. I mean, this happens everywhere. Now, aside it happening in Africa, it started to affect our people in diaspora. Yep. Say, for instance, Dubai. I hear that Nigerians or even Africans aren't taken seriously. They're cured anyhow because they're most likely seeing it happening in Back our home. homes. Like They're like, okay, they treat each other like this. We might as well do it. No parent wants to bury their own child. Facts. That is very, very heartbreaking. Now, when you come to Nigeria, I'm more afraid than the Nigerian police, um, than... Yes, I'm more afraid of a policeman hmm. than a random person, a street urchin, or a tout. Wow. I fe- that's on the shoe. Some people t- call me Agbero. They say I'm I'm Ajabo and Agbero. I don't think I'm you've Ajabo. Got, you've got but streets I, I do and you've have, got that posh side in you. Because you would, ra- you would see me conversing with a tout. Mm. And we're having a conversation and it's I, I can understand them. We can talk about it. But in Nigerian police, you first of all, you talk to them and they, they don't want to hear. Now, they're afraid of the media. Hmm. I've been in the car so many times. I'm driving, not the one driving. And I show my ID card, especially at night. And you hear a policeman hiss. I say, come on, Joe, they go. Because they don't they want don't anything want... with press. Hmm. I've had a situation before I even got on radio. I was doing PR at that time. And I've had a situation where I had a friend who came from the UK. Hmm. And then I was taking her from the club to her hotel room. And then we passed an area, and that side is in Onuru. There's mm. a police station around there. And then these guys stopped me. They were talking, and they were drunk. I could smell it. And I'm there police smiling. Police officers. Yes, and I'm like smiling, talking, like, because my friend obviously would have been scared. Yes. This, this was like her second time in the country. And I'm talking to the guys, and one of them says, come down. I came down. I had two instances like this. Came down, and the next thing, one of them comes from, behind like the back seat and says what is this and i look like what is that he he shows me a joint that and i'm like no that's not mine like so they they're trying to frame and i and this was this was like 4 30 and then i said to the man i said it's not mine i had to let's just be logical i said i had people in the back seat before it might have been for them Mm. say for instance you know one of them was saying, let, let them go down. Where would they go? The one that was drunk was like, enter the car. We're going to the station. I was like, okay. Drove to the station. They said I should pack opposites. They started to search me. That day, I was, I, I haven't actually mentioned this out before. I was wearing a tube. These guys opened my shirt and were shining their lights. No bad day, always. So they saw all of me. Then my friend was taken to a corner. And I'm God just like, damn it. then I called Do you someone. you know the trauma? I called someone that we're all at the club with and his dad is somebody in um, police force and then this guy calls and then uh, I was talking to the guy, the policeman, one of them that took me aside 
after shining his torch, he was still holding. He wanted to check inside. Ah, ah. And I'm like, okay, this is what's going on. Then the guy says, give them the phone. They were shouting at me. They're not going to give them. I said, okay. Then he says, put it on speaker. Put it on speaker. And the guy said, my name is so, so and so. The next thing I hear is, ah, okay, sir. All right, sir. And they let me go. So when I think about that day, I'm like, what if what I didn't have, happen? what if I didn't have someone now? My friend is not Nigerian. She gets lost. Nobody's looking for her. They think that she's probably followed some guy somewhere. The woman is police. I have another instance. This was during election period. There's a friend of mine who wanted food at that time. He didn't have money. And I said, then I was working on Banky W's campaign. Mm. I was in his campaign team. And Banky had just given me a laptop. So my car wasn't working. My friend says, how far are you home? I said, no, I'm still at the campaign office. Come on. He says, oh, I'm hungry. <clears throat> I'm broke, blah, blah, blah. I said, I have food at home, but you have to come and pick me. He says, okay. Came to pick me. I was driving a Mercedes. Came to pick me. Was taking me back. At that time, I was living at um, Alpha Beach Road. And everyone who knows that road in Lekki, you know that it's dark. Mm. You know the road is messy. It's just before a beach. And these policemen are always at the beach. When you enter the beach, you see that they're smoking. Drinking. Right? They... They look like they're, they're, they're joining the, the guys, the touts there. They're joining mm. them to toast babes. They're doing all of that. And they parked just before my estate. And one of them says, uh, calm down. Whose bag is this? I'm like, it's my bag. The guy that I was driving was looking. And that day he hissed because it's like, ah, they've seen Mercedes Benz, young mm. boy. They automatically feel this guy's a front star. And he's saying to himself, like, now we are no getting money. Hey. Yay. Because you're not going to be able to pay them off. Do you understand? And I'm like, don't worry. I told them I'm coming from the campaign office. Whose laptop is this? It's mine. And I open it. And they said, calm down. I can close the door. Yeah. And I, they say, calm down. I came down. I was so hungry. So I even had my own food I was eating from work. So I came down because I'm like, nothing is going to happen. Came down. They said, did the same thing. Went there, searched, brought out a medicine bag. And they tried to pin it on this guy. And this guy was looking like, he was looking at them like, I don't even smoke. So it's not mine. And that thing obviously looked like they probably bought it from the beach. Mm. From. They said, he, they searched the guy's phone and they saw his bank accounts. I remember it was 1,000 something. And the guy was like, I'll give you the 1,000. And they started insulting me. Before I knew it, I was so stubborn headed that day. I sat down on the boots and I started eating. Because there's no money in this guy's account. There's no after a while they just said me on they go. They got tired. And they found and, out that they weren't gonna make any money. And that tonight. was me being lucky. I've been lucky a couple of times. That's but crazy, there's so man. many other people that are not lucky. You see tomorrow there's a body on the road. Where did he come from? From the police. Straight there's bullet. there's someone if you go to the police office, they'll tell you, make sure you bail whoever is here before Friday. Because if you spend the night there on Friday, Anything can happen. by Monday, you're going to either the court and you can get there. And what you were accused of or why the police change. will change. Oh, They'll replace gone. you with someone. So it's scary. I'm afraid of the Nigerian police. I'm not going to lie. It just looks like it's um, not only a Nigerian disease. Now it's Now nice. we've seen in Cameroon. Which it just means that the security forces and people that are being play, paid and employed to look after the citizens and take care of them. Mm. <clears throat> and now the ones taking full advantage of that and, and you scary. know, uh, being reckless with their weapons and, you know, a three-year-old child. Oof. 
I the can't imagine what the family's thinking. I just couldn't, you know. Some they're never going to get over it. They're never. The like, woman is probably going to see a police officer tomorrow and her heart skips. No. Like she she it, can break it, down. That's even if she survives till tomorrow. Heartbreak, the right? The biggest trauma ever. So I just hope that the more we keep talking about these terrible, horrific stories, that hopefully the people in power who we know have been consistently unbothered about the, the, the people's pains, mm. maybe one day, one day, Amen. one of them will change their ways. Amen. Now, over to Nigeria, where the row between music legend Two-Face Idibia and Oleku Kruna by Brymo rages on. Now, Brymo had previously made allegations that he had been set up by the music icon, which Two-Face and his management denied heavily threatening legal actions in the process. Well, Brymo tweeted that he was yet to receive any letters indicating that he was being sued, mm. calling Two-Face and his team's bluff in the process. Now, this story, when it broke online, obviously got everybody thinking, what the hell is this craziness? Um, Brymo alleges that someone that uh, someone had claimed that he had a relationship with Two-Face's wife and and then he got set up and some people physically assaulted him. Him claiming that that was Two-Face. Two-Face came back hitting hard in his defense, threatening legal action, <clears throat> that this is words of, you know, a, a crazy man or whatever <laughs> it was. Uh, and that the threats of being him being dethroned as a legend or an icon. No so, one can dethrone Two-Face. What are your thoughts about this messy story that keeps on giving? I, I don't know this narrative that is starting to be painted about Brightmo where people think he's crazy. Where people think They've been doing it for a long time, though. Yeah, it's like... That's the he's narrative. Vocal. He's vocal about how Outspoken, he feels yeah. now. They're saying you're going mad. But I'm not going to lie. I was reading, even reading over his um, tweets, his comments mm. about this whole situation. At some point, I was confused. Because it started from somewhere. It's like, somewhere. where are you going with this conversation? Yeah. The part that got me confused is when he mentioned that um, someone said, asked him, his friend asked him if he wanted to join a, a certain organization. And yeah. he said that he doesn't mind it, but he doesn't want to be battered. Yeah. Then it comes back to say, someone says um, someone had an issue and it yeah. happened to be him and they beat him up. So What's I went to school, right? I'm a graduate, right? And if someone says, do you want to join an organization? And the next person responds and says, I don't want to be battered. Mm. Is this an initiation to something? That's probably what he was trying okay. to say. So yeah. is he saying that Two-Face is in the same organization? And he said, or is he saying that Two-Face says, you had a thing with my wife. I'm going to deal with you. Now, is Two-Face also doing that? Say, for instance, that was true. Is he also doing that with everyone he assumes has an issue or has mm. an affair with his wife? That is the biggest insecurity. And also, why would you, Tubaba, like you're here, why would you... There was nothing to gain. No, 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 no not even that. Mm. Why would you be bothered that there's a brimo going after your woman? Mm. It's like, why would anyone even do that if Two-Face actually got people to beat up brimo because there was a rumor about him and his wife or there was a statement of Brimo saying he's going to be the top. Yeah. Or he's going to, I think that's just the biggest insecurity. And it, I don't know Two-Face personally, but it doesn't I know him. look um, like what... It doesn't seem like what he would do. The person, Two-Face that I'm known for, 
over a decade definitely doesn't match the mm. stories in that tweet. Of course, people can say that you can't know someone fully unless True. you live with them. True. However, I've had many encounters with the man himself that, you know, the story definitely seems off. Every to each their yeah. own, you know, Bramo can you know, he has his reasons for whatever stories. Yeah. Nobody is trying to discredit him. Right. However, a lot of people are just speaking on the side of the fact that the two face that they know doesn't match the description in those tweets. So However, why would you want to fight for it? On on Brimo's side, the the argument is that the stories look so well detailed and well put together that people are thinking, is the, if he actually concocted <laughs> this, then then that's why the claims that they're saying that this guy maybe he's lost his mind because the stories so detailed, like he's going through like layers of information mm. but ultimately for me i just think regardless of what the real story is the the stuff that primal's saying about wanting to dethrone two-face or whatever whatever i think that's definitely like you said that's a strike off mm. nobody cares about that publicly nobody. but again within the entertainment industry they take those things seriously you know huh, true someone, oh, someone recently said that, that the competition don't everyone play with can, that. Everyone can fly. Some people take no. Some people take those kind of claims seriously. You know, if you look back in the days when we had like traditional Fuji singers and stuff like that, mm. you know, they, you know, real stories that a lot of people even went to Voodoo Magic to <laughs> to fight their their you know their rivals. Wow. They were all dating the same. They were they were dating the same women. They were, it was so crazy. Like, it was real stuff. So there's some young talents now. Okay, let's go from that and to take it to, you know, some of, like the women, for instance. For instance. Right. One of the biggest issues we have, why the women have had difficulties in really working together is because of the narrative that the press and some fans put out there True. that this person is coming. Oh, this is the new Tiwa. Mm -hmm. This is the new Yemi Alade. <laughs> oh, Thames, she shot everybody down. <laughs> everybody. <laughs> when Aristar came out, people were saying, oh, Thames, get ready. It's good night. Uh, Aristar was just born two days ago. <laughs> She's still in Pampers, as far as I'm concerned. <laughs> I, I, like, you understand what I mean? But they instantly... Instantly. It's a fun thing, you know. They they like to put two people against each other. I, I think it gives them the excitement of that thrill that oh mm. yes, this might my, my stand or my mm -hmm. what do they it's call better it? than it's yours. better than yours. And they want to take it personally. It's something enjoyable for them. But if an artist himself or herself is thinking that sometimes when you hear Focus it about on you. when you hear it about a million times, sometimes when I post stuff about whiskey, I see a hundred posts, a hundred messages in my post where <laughs> his, his fans are there saying, "Oh, be your badass." I'm like, "Can you just it's quit?" Only it's, it's only normal. It's only normal. It'll be your thirty BG. Yes, thirty BG. Whiskey FC. Whiskey FC. Let me give you a joke. Whenever it, it looks like they think that I'm giving OBO a little bit of props and stuff, yeah. some people come into my DM, Baba, okay. we don't do something today. You never post time. <laughs>
One guy actually came into my DM here. When I saw his message, he had sent me about 20 messages in the past with different things mm. about whiskey. You know, the last message was like, now me and you own this your page. Wow, wow. I was about to say, like, <laughs> they want to control what you put. Yes. No, no, no. They you, don't play. They own your page. Just take it. Yeah. Mm. They're like, now me and you together and we own this page. <laughs> That's what they do. Now, um, finishing on a side note, over to Kenya, where the world woke up to the shocking news that world record holder and Olympic athlete uh, Agnes Tirop had died of stab wounds and was found in her home. The 25-year-old runner, who was being referred to as a Kenyan sporting ambassador, was the current world record holder and being touted for much more success but sadly lost her life as local police declared her husband missing and named as the prime suspect in this case. With further details to be revealed, the sporting world mourns the loss of this great athlete to what seems to be another case of domestic violence. Mm. We can't stop talking about this horrible disease in the world today, but extremely prevalent in Africa, domestic abuse. Um, we've lost somebody that was just, she's 25, she was 25, on her way to dominating in the world scene, being such an ambassador to Kenya and the sporting world in Africa. Such a terrible loss, it especially this way. Especially how, you know, she was just in a prime. My heart goes out to everyone who has lost someone recently. And yeah. also, it's, it's very scary. Some people, I'm so sure, are scared of success because they feel once I get there, someone is out to kill me or mm. someone is out to end that. Mm. And now, this woman's life was ended by someone who she claimed she loved or who loved her. That's it's like, how, how does love turn so sour? Like, how does it get so bitter? You One moment you're in love with someone. I, I always want to know what happens? What is that trigger? switch? Yeah, especially someone who was not violent before. What What happened? What kind of spirit entered you? But they say that there are always signs, There's, right? Yep, yep. I, I always say is. that if you're in a relationship with someone and this person hits you once, my deal breakers are very few. But that one, once a man hits me, I can tolerate anything. You can scream at me. You can, you know, be rude, be, you know, but do not touch me. My, mm. I'm, I'm not going to say that I'm obsessed with myself or my mm. skin, but the moment you lay your hands on me, it's like... It's, not going it's like you've killed me. Yeah. I've I've ended a relationship because I was hit. And then I was, you know, three years down the line, four years down the line, this person is you saying, I'm sorry, I didn't mean to, but you disrespect me. I can allow you to do anything, but I don't take disrespect lightly. Do not disrespect me in public and even in private. And private is by hitting me or touching me. Don't do that. The moment you do that, it's like, Tomorrow I let you do this. The next thing you're stabbing me. Yeah. So, if you're in a relationship and you've been hit once, you'll be hit again. Yeah. Don't say, "Oh no, 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 it was just one time." If it doesn't happen this year, it'll happen another time. Because for a man to bring his hand up and hit a woman, it's like, nah. My yeah, my parents yeah. never hit me growing up. First time my mom told me to um, kneel down, I was laughing, and then the first time, you know, someone hits me. I was traumatized. I, I I actually went to work and people didn't know because I always have this jumpy, you mm. know, happy personality. And you're just people, in a daze, shock. I, I think for about that whole week, I wasn't myself. I still would be, like, I would leave the studio, go to the bathroom, cry, 
come back, you know, dust myself up, smile again. You never can tell that what's happening to date this person still says, Oh, I'm sorry about that. But whenever I remember it, it's like my heart just skips. It's like, okay, so you could raise your hands to It's the worst me. thing. Yeah, For me, I think you lost an argument. You know, I've I've you know, I've had friends who have been involved in that horrible action. And I mm. what I say is this, you know, there's nothing you can tell me. Once you say you hit her, you've lost the argument. It's like, and for me, it's just a scare because I know how women can be scared in the arms of their man. Mm. Add on top of that, a violent man. So, like, that's the worst thing anybody can. You, you know, I didn't know that I was traumatized till. Mm. Um, so I was playing. I was. You know, when you're with your partner yeah. in another relationship and I was, you know, play fighting and then my partner did this, like he lifted his hand Shock. and I jumped and then I was like, please don't do that. I didn't know that. It was later on I was thinking about it that why was I scared? It and it happened yeah, it happened path. another time and my heart jumped up and I ran away, smiled and I said, I don't know, okay, you know what, stop, I'm not doing this again. Because I was I was still I couldn't believe that this is like a year, two years down mm. the line. And I still feel this way. And that was I, just one. That was just one. Imagine those that endure this horrific crime no. on a daily. No. Like, we need to, I've always said it here, um, we need to definitely speak to the young boys. We need to catch them young and let them know that, listen, violence against women hmm. is a no-no. And, the you know, the punishment for that should be at the highest level. The okay. highest level. I don't care if it's a, you know, a slap, a hit. It's the highest level. Violence against women is a crime against humanity. It has to stop it does. now. Finishing, uh, you're from Niger. Yes. You play a lot of music on your radio. Yeah. Um, who should we be looking out for from Nigeria mm. next? You know, Nigeria has had an amazing run in the last couple of years, and especially the last 12 months with new stars popping up left, right, and center, I style, my late, this and that, and the third. But there's always somebody in Nigeria mm. that that's bubbling over and I'm is about to... Say, look, yeah. I'm not going to lie to you. There's just too many yeah, people. Yeah. It's like, you can't think about it and say, nah, this person is next. During the time of Whiskey, everyone knew from Holla at Your Boy, from Tease Me, people knew that ah, this guy, with how hungry he was, now it seems like these guys have the same hunger. They also have something that I absolutely love. They are more, um, when I say they're supporting each other. Yes. There's yes. younger guys. Yeah. Now, yeah. Buju, for one, is what I would say that now he has turned into the person that you must have. In the go-to guy for a hit yes. record. So let's just say Buju yeah. <laughs> happens to be next. Mm. Buju happens to be the one everyone would, would not stop speaking mm. about. I love the fact that he has moved from... A couple of phases, especially, you know, when you're signed to yeah, a to great a label. label and then you leave. And then the moment you leave, you get featured on a song that becomes the biggest song. Yeah. And then you leverage on that. A lot of people have been on, you know, they've had hits. Yes. But the next song is like... They struggle. You know? Now, it's something where you get this level... And then you can hold on to it. And Buju is doing just that. I absolutely do love that. I agree. For the I women, agree. who do I see? 
I would love, this is a personal mm. one, I would love Good Girl LA's I, 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 I thought you were going to say her name, actually. Because <laughs> I've been LA. on Good Girl LA for years, she man. Is I believe. amazing. The record with Vector. Nelly, mm. mama, take it you know, in Good Girl good, LA. That's a record. Th- there's a, a song of hers that I would, I don't know what it does to me. It's like, she's... She's amazing. Uh, um, What's the song? Uh, well, would you bless... Bless mm. me. I don't know how to sing. Please. Bless me. And ah. let me know how to help. That song. Whenever yeah. I listen to it, it's like it's like the Holy Spirit. Yeah. Is that was that I was very deep. No, no, very good deep. girl, LA. I'm Buju. I'm That's really, amazing. Really, really rooting for them. Well, I'm rooting for you. Uh, thank you very much for coming into the studio. It's thank been you. a pleasure catching up with you. Cha cha from Hot ninety three point three. Three FM. Or you can Lake just call me the Happy Fairy. The Happy, Happy Fairy. Where can people follow you on social media? Uh, Instagram, Twitter, everywhere is Charity O. That's Charity O W O H. I'm nicer on social, so yes. Yeah, in Yoruba language, O W O means money. But Could this, th- th- this one has a H. <laughs> <laughs> I think they say it means warrior. So yes. Yeah, that's that's true. That's yeah. true. Well, ladies and gentlemen, that wraps up this episode of Adi Shopper Live, the official Afrobeats podcast. Make sure you subscribe, share, like, comment. And until next time, from myself and Chacha, it's Bye. peace. We're out. Right. 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 Right.